0: I think everybody that, that watched this game today saw the, what we've been coaching all year. is a bunch of young men. They have high character. Uh, they play to win. They play together. And they've been persistent uh, all year long at, at trying to do their best without any type of uh, ups and downs getting in the way. So we're very fortunate to be able to coach them because uh, this, is, this is what we dream of having at the University of Michigan and any coach dreams of having a young a team that uh, sort of gets that part of it minimizes distractions and just plays together. So uh, proud of them because they deserve this. Uh, Feel bad for Kansas, they really have a good team, Uh, but the ball bounced our way down those last few minutes and uh, we keep on playing.
1: Thank you, Coach. Let's go to questions for uh, everyone on stage. Again, if you could, please direct questions to the student athletes and we will come back for Coach at the end. First question will be up front on the left.
2: Chris Ballas of TheWolverine.com. Tim, when you're down 14 and you're looking at your guys, shots aren't falling, what did you see in their eyes to maybe think that you could come back in this one?
3: Well, um, I, we, definitely, we definitely didn't see fear. Everybody knew that, you know, the game wasn't over. We've been in this situation before, um, early in the year, and, you know, we just had to go out there and gut it out. And I think our freshmen, our upperclassmen did a great job of just keeping everybody calm, cool, and collective out there. And we just went out there and just got, got a win. Stream right side. Dan
1: Wetzel, Yahoo Sports. Uh, Trey, take us through the last shot at regulation, and what was your thought once that went in, and you got o- or when you got overtime, the next possession, did you feel like uh, I, did you feel like it really, you really you you'd done the climbing back, and now this game was yours?
3: Well, well, um, when Elijah Johnson missed the, the I think he missed the front end of the one and one, or he missed the second shot of the one and one. You know, I knew we still had a chance. It was only about ten seconds left. Um, you know, coach coach called a play for um, for me, but it was really to try to get into the paint, and, um, you know, get a quick layup. And I seen that they were going to switch, and um, it was about six seconds left. So, you know, I pretty much knew we didn't really have a lot of time to get a two and then foul and, you know, Just go through that, and I I just tried to, you know, hit the shot, really. I stepped back, got some separation, hit the shot, and, um, you know, we we all were very happy, but it was four seconds left, so I just tried to calm everybody down and, you know, let them know that this game isn't over. You know, they they had another shot of, um, you know, winning. But once we went into overtime, you know, we just did a really good job of sticking it out, like Tim said, and staying together as a team.
1: Okay, left side aisle.
3: Hey uh, Tim Griffin from the San Antonio Express News. What was going through your mind at halftime? They shut you out. I think you missed your first five shots. Uh, what were you thinking? And- um, just, just staying confident, really. Uh, I think they did a really good job of um, keeping me out the paint. You know, we knew that they were really good defensively. And, you know, my job was just to try to, you know, uh, knock down open shots and get everyone else involved. You know, I, I understand that this team is best when we're all flowing offensively, so I just tried to hit the, hit the right man. Um, going into the second half, Coach Laval Jordan, he just told me to be a little bit more aggressive, you know, look for my shot as well as getting everybody else involved. And, you know, I just tried to get into the paint and make plays for the team to win.
1: Okay, next question will be up front. Left side.
2: Mitch, Jeff withy kind of said he would dominate you in this game, and Coach Bakari said that you had a few more pounds on him and that maybe you could push him around a little bit. you feel like that's how you kind of countered his size?
4: Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, he's more of a leverage big, and I was just trying to uh, play behind him in the post and make him score over me. Um, I'm about 6'10". He, he thought I was shorter than that, I heard, but, uh, I mean, I showed all of 6'10", and uh, he did a pretty good job, got some buckets, but uh, that's basketball. Stream left.
5: Brad Towns in Dallas Morning News. Uh, Tim, uh, your football team plays in the big house. I wondered what you thought about this atmosphere and whether you thought it was conducive for basketball. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know what to say. I, I, all
3: I know is that when we came into the game, it felt like an away game. And um, we just saw a little section of maze right there across the court from us. So, I mean, that's all I know. But, I mean, it was just a great experience just to play in, in the stadium and, you know, thank God that we have another opportunity to play in it on Sunday.
1: Anything else for the student athletes? No. That's it. Okay, we'll come up front. here
2: are on the left. Trey, it seemed to take you a while to heat up a little bit. Talk about when the light went on and when you really
5: started feeling it there.
3: Like I said, um, shots weren't falling in the first half, but. You know, that wasn't my mentality. My mentality was just try to get, hit the open man. You know, coaches told me that Jeff Wifty was seven foot and that he was a really good shot blocker. And, you know, he kind of surprised me in the first half once I got to the free throw line and shot and he, he had a piece of it. You know, he, I think he was deep in the paint and still got a piece of it. So, and you know, I just tried to find different ways to attack their defense, um, try and find different ways to get into the paint. And, you know, like I said, just make plays for this team to um, be successful.
4: Again on the left. Chuck Carlton, Dallas Morning News for for trade. Talked about getting separation on that final shot in regulation, but did you know how far out you were? That was a good twenty-eight to thirty feet on that one. And once he did hit that, did that give you seemed you had a lift throughout the overtime.
3: Well, we we, we fought we fought so hard to come back. Um, you know, it really didn't matter how far the shot was, you know, it was either all or nothing. Um, you know, the season flashed before before our eyes. Um, you know, those last two or three minutes. So, you know, I I had a lot of faith in that shot um, and it went in. You know, once it went in, like I said, it was four seconds left still and we still needed another defensive stop. And, you know, like Tim said, you know, God is really good. You know, he's gotten us to this point. And, um, you know, we still have a lot of work to do, um, but we're one step closer.
1: Okay, any other questions? Okay, on the right toward the back. Uh, Mashota Dallas Morning News, Mitch. Uh, early in the season, uh, you were obviously getting playing time, but not anywhere near what you're getting right now. Um, early in the year, did you think that you were going to be able to make this much of an impact in your freshman year?
4: Well, um, coach has uh, done a tremendous job of uh, just allowing me for this opportunity to just get this many minutes to be in a starting lineup, and I'm I'm honored to be to have it. But uh, it comes along with practice. And he says if if you're going to play hard in practice, then you're going to earn these minutes and uh, I play hard in practice, and so he allows me to get the minutes in the game. And I just go out and have the same mentality: play hard and with a lot of intensity, a lot of energy. And uh, Trey finds me, Tim finds me for easy drop-offs, and uh, our team feeds off the energy. So happy.
1: Closing questions for our student athletes here on the left.
3: Mitch Tim Griffin again from San Antonio. Uh, in the early going, I think they had their first 22 points they scored in the paint and it just seemed like a layup draw almost in those early moments. What did you guys do defensively to kind of transform things?
4: Uh, for me, actually, I was helping off uh, Withy a little bit and uh, going for blocks that I couldn't get. In the uh, second half, I just talked to the coaches and, and made an adjustment just to uh, stick with my man and try to make the guards finish. And uh, I think we did that well, and they weren't finishing as well in the second half. And Overall, I think uh, we just tightened up the defense. Only one guy was hitting threes, uh, Mack Lamar and Johnson, had a few in the second half. But we just wanted to be in the gaps and uh, try to gap off when they were driving to the rack.
1: Okay, is that it? All right, guys, we'll let you go back to the locker room with your um, SID Tom uh, YRott for uh, one-on-one interviews along with the rest of the Michigan team. Congratulations again on your victory, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Questions now for Coach Beeline. Coach, the first one will come on the extreme left by the wall.
5: John, uh, Josh called Trey's shot kind of an iconic uh, shot. I mean, he's missed a lot of those step backs, and every time you said he's the guy we want shooting it, that was a good shot. Just He finally made one. I mean, just talk about that well, situation.
0: He, you know, most of the misses that he's had, whether it was at Arkansas, whether it was the, uh, against uh, Ohio State this year, the ball's been in. It just it, in and out. And uh, he works at him, and he's been he's been great at shot clock time so many times for us. But to win a game, uh, just hasn't happened. But it's so close; it's not like he's ever thrown up an air ball at that time. So uh, we'd run out of timeouts. uh, With uh, he needed he he needed to miss both, or I I don't know if he missed both or whatever. But we were saying there's time for two, but if you can get a three, you know, if open three, we're going to take it. Well, uh, he was open, but it was because he was about 28 feet from the basket he was open. But that's, that's what we're coaching, and we love coaching him because he's, he, he's got courage. Uh, he wants to take shots like that, and that's why we've let him take them in the past. Up front here on the left. Down 40 to
2: 34 at the half. You guys aren't defending very well, but you're only down by six points. Even and you're getting a lot of good looks. Did you think that with those looks, yeah. you'd have a, make, a chance to make a run at them?
0: Yeah, the uh, six points was was actually comforting to us based on what we had done defensively. Um, you know, it was really uh, not making excuses. I think is the same for us. Look at the score of two, two defensive teams. They're a very good defensive team, and we score four and we shoot 49%. Um, you know, we're learning to play better defense, and they scored like crazy on us. It just looked like everybody was just a step slow out there, the heat in the building, and, and maybe the, uh, a little bit of anxiety about going into this game. Both teams looked tired to me defensively. So uh, it, was, it was tough stopping them. We couldn't stop them. Some of them we could make changes on, and it just met, met of being solid. Uh, they got their length and their quickness, I think, got us early, and then with his length, certainly he, he made some good plays. Uh, on the other hand, they had some plays that were, you know, sort of bounced their way in the first half. So I felt good about just being down six. Again, extreme left.
5: John, some of the guys said that uh, Corey, Corey was emotional in the locker room in tears. What, and you're smiling right now. What, uh, to, to, for a guy like Corey, a guy like Josh, some of these guys that were with you from a long, long time ago, what does this mean for you to have them kind of celebrate this? Yeah,
0: that, that's what this is about. Uh, those young men, the, the investment committee, we call it, those five seniors that have given us so much. Uh, of themselves, uh, Corey is—he's he, incredible. He, he, uh, I just said to him, I said, because he's in his fifth year now, uh, his eligibility just will never end. You know, here's a guy that when he was a freshman, you know, he's literally, uh, you know, a glorified manager from the standpoint that we had enough guys, and he was just wanted to be there. He wanted to be, work out with the team, and he's become a heck of a player. Uh, yesterday, that group, with Corey, beat this team like a drum. In our, in our practice, running running the Kansas offense. So it, what, we didn't go in there with a lot of confidence to stop them because Esso and, and Corey and these guys were, were good. But it means a lot to them and I thank them personally for preparing us once again really well.
1: Anything else for Coach? Okay, we'll do a follow-up again on the, on the wall.
5: John, we've talked about this a little bit, but with Trey, with there's 20 minutes to go in the game, 10 minutes to go in the game. Trey has a has a decision to make after this season. There's not a guarantee he'll be back. For you to know that you get at least a couple more days to coach him, regardless of what happens from there, what, is this, what does that mean and what kind of a player has he been for you? I
0: just think it's the wrong time and the wrong place to ask that question. That's all I'm saying. We're not talking about, we're talking about, if you want to ask me about Florida, or you want to ask me in the next game, it's just really special to coach everybody on this team. Up
1: front.
2: The left. Can you just talk in
0: general about the spark that Mitch has given you these last two games and how much it's helped? You know, it has been such a great progression uh, for him to watch him get better and better, his practice habits, his getting in shape, the weight room, everything that he's worked at this year just to continue to progress as a player. So uh, it's, it's a, Bakari has worked very hard with him, he's, a, he's, he's done a great job of motivating him in many different ways. And this this young man is just really a uh, a special young man with a higher ceiling than people are seeing right now. As he understands how he can use that size, his high skill level, to his advantage uh, as much as he can. Again, left.
5: Coach, you mentioned the heat.
0: Did you did it feel hot out there? It, or we just- I'm so uh, yeah. It's it's uh, it was really warm warm in the building. To me, it felt like. And I watched both teams because they were moving. You know, there's times we were moving. We were having. Uh, just getting up and down the floor, it just seemed like it was warm in there and humid. Now, like I said, it could have been the anxiety of everybody uh, be, be building up to this game. But it was, uh, you know, I, I'm glad we got through it. And I, the biggest premium right now is rest before the next game against one of those Florida teams. So, in general, how did you feel about playing? Oh, it was like terrific. This? No, don't, I'm, not, I'm not making this excuse. I'm just saying it just happens sometimes that, that you, you get that many people in a building and uh, playing basketball. I just sense it was a little warm, so uh, I don't know if they can do anything about it or whether it was even an issue. Uh, Maybe it was just me.
1: Okay, any other questions for Coach up front?
2: Coach, can you talk about Glenn's play down the stretch and the two big free throws that helped you pull away?
0: You know, Glenn, that that rebound basket, that was dirty work, and Glenn is learning more and more what he can do with just his athleticism by sticking his nose in there. And, uh, boy, it's really good. It's just terrific. So we are, uh, uh, you know, he had a big three to start the game as well. Uh, he's, just, he's just learning. He, he, in particular, needed more rest today. We tried to give him a couple spots. He's just learning where he can really help us in different areas.